Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, Recession concerns, inflation, and tax increases are all continuing to make headlines. We are more than halfway through the year 2022, so it is a great time for that mid-year review of the top retirement news in the world today. We're so glad you're here with us on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, I know we have a ton we want to get to today, but we do want to take a look back at this week in history. It's always fun to to go back and look at some of the things that were happening in the world at, at different periods throughout our history. This time in 1981 is when IBM released its first personal computer, the price tag for that fully working PC with a five and a quarter inch floppy drive was over $3,000 back in the early 80s. It's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, that would have been a lot back then. Yeah, it was. And and I remember my first job, Jen, that um, working for a CPA firm and we, um, we didn't have an IBM. I think we had a compact. And so mm-hmm. IBM's was actually a step ahead because they were on five and a quarters. Yes. The first computer we worked on were eight inch floppy disks. <laughs> Huge. Wow. Huge floppy eight- disks. <laughs> I can't even picture that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. It's hard to believe how far we have come in that period of time to now we walk around with a phone in our pocket that uh, is more powerful than what that computer was back in 1981. Right. It's got a a camera in it and uh, the phone and it's got everything all in one little pocket device. It's pretty crazy. That's come a long way too. I don't know when when that date in history comes, but I remember the first bag phone I owned, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. It's always funny looking Probably before your time, I know. Yeah, it it definitely was. But but even just, you know, the, the first cell phone that my family had was so big and clunky compared to the the devices that we have now. So just a fascinating look back at technology and just how far we've come. And speaking of how far we've come, Philip, we are all the way in the second half of 2022. Uh, People are still worried about the idea of a recession. You think back about the economic times in the 80s when that computer was rolled out by IBM. My gosh, Philip, what do we need to know about trying to retire when the economy is struggling so much? I think that's a huge concern for so many people. It is a huge concern because people start thinking back to the last recessionary time period or the last major bear market we had back in 2008. And they they remember all the unemployment and, and all the struggles that folks had. This one's been a little different, right? It's It's like, I mean, we're heading into a recession or we are technically in a recession, but it's different, right? Because people are still working. We haven't seen that layoff yet. So, but it still goes to the fact that the markets have taken a hit from where they were. And I would say, look, if you're struggling to figure out when to retire in this economy, um, you know, it it might not be a bad idea if you can work another year or two. Now, people don't like to hear that, Jen. They, Mm -hmm. especially if retirement's on their mind, right? If retirement's on their mind, that's all they focus on. And so obviously putting it off, 
is is one option. The other is just making sure that um, you know you've got the right amount of risk in your portfolio to weather the ups and downs because uh, we don't know it could get better, it could get worse from here. But but you need to be prepared for either case. Right. Here's something else that I wanted to get your take on, Philip. We've seen so many economic struggles as a nation, and it's brought around another rather personal threat to our retirement funds, which is our children. And here's what I mean by that, Philip, because we're talking about, you know, just what's going on with the economy, how expensive everything is. At the peak of the pandemic, 52% of young adults between 18 and 24 moved back in with mom and dad, okay? 40% of parents are still hosting one of those adult children in their home, supporting them financially as well. In a separate survey, 35% of parents with adult children at home have compromised their retirement savings to help their children financially. So it's just another attack when you want to be able to help your kids, of course. I think all parents want to do that. But then our own financial security is at risk because of this, right? It is. Let's just put a little perspective in there, okay? Because that's the pandemic, right? So 18 to 24-year-olds, where were they? Well, they were in college, most of them. Mm -hmm. Some of them were done trying to find that first job. And so, you know, all the schools closed down. So that forced those folks to move back to mom and dad because their jobs pretty much went away too. So, So a little perspective there. But we still have a lot of folks, even today, children living at home. More and more, though, are finally moving back to their schools or finding their jobs or that kind of stuff. But but it is an issue, right? Because that adds to the household expenses. Mm-hmm. It, it adds right. to the pressure. It adds to the stress um, of doing that. And so hopefully it's a short-term problem. Of course, we're going to have another problem backed on top of it, right? Called a recession. And so we don't know how that's going to play out. And so it's it's a challenging time for folks that uh, that have that age group of of, uh, of kids and and trying to balance that with retirement savings. I don't know. That there's one answer, right? Because everybody's going to be a little bit different, and we do want to help our kids as much as we can. But I would just encourage people: don't let it play into your retirement accounts. Right. Talk about how you help people navigate some of these tricky family situations, because, again, you don't want to put your financial future at risk. So talk a little bit about some of the maybe how you go in and and check as to what's going on with our money, see what we can afford to give if we can, and just help us understand the, the reality of what's happening with our financial situation. Absolutely, Jen. So, so we are our financial coach, right? We're going to help our clients walk through that process. We're a sounding board. And we're going to give them the hard advice, whether they take it or not, might be a different story, but we're going to be hard and say, look, this is how it's going to affect you ultimately. And so we, if you don't want that to happen, then we need to make some changes. And those are not easy conversations, but they're the conversations that, hey, when somebody entrusts you to get them into and through retirement, Sometimes you've got to have those difficult conversations, and and that's what we're here for is to help them through that. The bottom line is, is that you need to have a plan, and you need to have a financial coach that can help you in those situations. That's what we're here for at Statler Financial, to help people through that, to be honest with them, not sugarcoat stuff, and make sure you're on the right track to the retirement you always dreamed of. 
give us a call at 863-285-3815. We'd love to have a 30-minute conversation with you to see if you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. And Philip, before we get to the end of our segment here, some analysts say this is a good time for a, they're calling it a mid-year tax checkup. So you still have a little time to make adjustments before the end of the year. What could that mid-year tax checkup look like for your clients or, or anybody else who's interested in that? Well, I think one, a couple of things. If you're still working, then then we want to see, um, you know, what what opportunities are out there. Maybe you have some non-qualified brokerage accounts so invested in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and that kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's been a tough year this first six months or so. And the question is, do we have some losses that we can take and offset those against some gains that would be smart planning ahead? Um, that's the one that comes to mind. The other is, is that let's don't get lulled into thinking we're going to get a big refund because of the la- things we've seen the last two years, because things have changed, right? We, we Some of our deductions that we used to get are, are gone. That stimulus money is gone. The, the extra child care credit is gone to a certain degree. It's still there, but maybe not as much as we'd had before. So there are some things there. We want to make sure that, that we don't get blindsided and end up having to write a check to Uncle Sam instead of get a little bit of money back. Right. And what are some other adjustments that we might consider with our money as we, we're inching closer to the fourth quarter and the end of the year again? I think the bottom line when we think about that is, do we have the proper amount of risk within our portfolio? And, and the problem I see is that people don't know how much risk they have in their portfolio, so they don't know how to adjust it. That's what we're here to coach them through that, to make sure that they're making the right adjustments for where they are in life's journey right now. Hey, if you're close to retirement, we need to make some adjustments. If we're far away from retirement, hey, we can take the risk. We can handle the ups and downs, but we need to know how much risk we have and we need to know how much risk we should have in order to make those adjustments. The biggest question for so many people is, as we have this conversation today, the biggest question for so many is, how much do I need to save to retire? And you think about factors like inflation or higher taxes or concerns about the economy, they make that fill up an even more difficult question to answer. Yeah, they really do, Jenny. If you think about it, after working for so many years, right, saving what you've saved and and taking care of your family and your bills. And it's stressful, especially the last couple of years, right? With, with COVID, it's just been stressful as you're trying to see if you've saved enough for retirement, if you can actually afford to retire. I mean, that's a big question a lot of people have right now. I can help you find some of those answers and help you ask the right questions to make sure you're on the right path. Do you have the right planning in place? Do you have an income plan strategy? Are you protected for your retirement years? Folks, listen, if you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income plan, please give us a call. Let us look at where you are and where you need to be. That's why I developed the core retirement design to help folks walk through the process to design the retirement they always dreamed of. Call us now at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. Folks, it's absolutely free. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's me helping you for 30 minutes, answer your questions, making sure that you're on the right path to where you want to get to. 
Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Don't wait until it's too late to plan for your retirement. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's start the process with our core retirement design. One more time, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a... 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And Philip, you know, as, as I'm helping you get ready for these shows every week, I, I know, I know there are millions of articles online about investing and tax planning and budgeting, everything you can think of when it comes to preparing for retirement. It is really overwhelming sometimes to do a Google search for some of these things and the number, <laughs> trying to sift through all of it, right? <clears throat> There are important facts to know, and when it comes to your financial future, knowledge is power, and it's really important to learn a lot of this. But, Philip, there's more to financial success than book smarts. There's actually a psychology of money, right? Yeah, there there really is, Janet. And people, like you said, there's so much information out there. You know, why do people need me? I mean, they can just go find it out there themselves, right? But but it's more about, you know, you can find the the you know, the theories, you can find the academics, you can find those things. But when it comes to the trenches, it's the psychology about money that makes a difference. Yes. And that's why it, it, it's nice to have somebody in your corner that can help coach you through this process because a coach understands the psychology of whatever they're doing. If it's a sport, they understand the psychology to motivate the people to do what needs to be done to play baseball or football or whatever it is. It's the same thing when it comes to your money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a psychology behind that money. A lot of it has to do with, you know, when you grew up, mm-hmm. what your family did. And so 
those things are important. Yeah, it's it's so interesting to learn a little bit more about this, about how our behavior matters so much when it comes to finance and our financial decisions. And Philip, I know you know who Morgan Housel is. For those who don't know, he is a partner at the Collaborative Fund, and he's a former columnist at The Motley Fool and The Wall Street Journal. He's an author. And, and I think you've actually even heard Morgan Housel speak, Philip, about some of these concepts. Um, he's got a book called The Psychology of Money. And, and his take is that there's more to financial success than just what you know about money and the world of finance. Take a listen to our first clip here from author Morgan Housel. But I think there's so much evidence that what matters in investing is not about what you know. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about where you went to school. It's just how you behave. It's about your relationship with greed and fear, your ability to take a long-term mindset, who you trust, how gullible you are, who you seek your information from. That's what actually matters. That's what moves the needle. And we tend to ignore that because it is not analytical. So what's your reaction to that, especially when it's how, how gullible are you? Who do you believe? Who do you trust? You know, it, it, it rings so true to me because I can't tell you how many times I get that phone call from a client, a friend that says, hey, I was on the golf course <laughs> with my buddy <laughs> and he said, I need to buy this or I need to do that. What causes that? Why does he know something that makes you think that you should be doing what he's doing? Right. But but and I tell people, you know what? Talk on the golf course is talk on the golf course. Um, you know, it doesn't always add up to be true. Yeah, you know, especially guys, we like to brag about whatever. <laughs> right. And uh, and you you brag about the winners, you don't talk about the losers. Right. And and that's what people don't realize is that there's a process, and and you need to have a process in place to make sure that you're doing what you need to do day in day out. No matter what's happening in the marketplace, the process is what you have to rely on, not the markets, because the markets, nobody controls those. Well, and you know, and the other thing is a lot of times by the time you're hearing about your buddy bragging about this or that at the golf course, it might be too late for you to take advantage of whatever the thing is that they've done, right? I mean, if they're oh, yeah. looking at the, the results of this, you have that lag time also. So we, we hear these things and then we get excited, but but we don't realize what's going on with the timing of all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do they give you all the details? Right. When do they actually buy it? When do they actually sell it? Did they buy it at the right time? Did they happen to get lucky? You know, those are all things that, that we don't know. And and that's why, you know, you, you can't you can't live by those things. You, you, that's why I believe you have to have a process and you have to follow that process when it comes to your money, whether it's looking at how much do I have safe, how much do I have at risk, the parts at risk, how are we managing that? What's the process we use to invest that money? That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I think that that's part of what we do with our core retirement design is that we, we put together a process that helps us measure your personal risk preference. It helps you to kind of put together those goals and objectives. Then we can review what is your risk in your portfolio and does it match up? And then help people really and truly establish that risk optimized portfolio. Um, you know, folks, listen, to walk through with me your core retirement design that that will help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. It's easy. 
just give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. I'd love to sit down with you and go through that core retirement design. 863-285-3815 is that number again. Talking today with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And we're talking about kind of a different topic today, talking about the psychology of money today, both as a concept and as a book written by author Morgan Housel. And I have another clip from him here. He says says we almost have it backwards, Philip, when it comes to how we actually teach about finance. You know, what is most important gets most ignored in this field. And even when we are teaching basic financial skills to people, it's the math equations and how to balance a checkbook, which are, which are great skills. I'm not, I'm not demeaning those in the slightest. But there's so much evidence that all that matters, all that matters, that's the right word to use, is just how, is your behavior with money. And I say that because you can be the smartest person in the world. You can have a PhD in finance from MIT. But if you lose your head during a market decline, if you panic during a market decline, none of your intelligence matters. It's a bit humbling, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it really is, you know, but he's so true, right? I mean, think about it. I I go back to 08. I could go back further to 20, you know, to 2000 and that first real bear market that I experienced. But I think 08 is probably a better indicator because the market dropped a lot faster. Mm Um, and you saw people who who hung in and hung in, and finally they capitulated and said, "Get out!" And all they had to do was hold on two more weeks, and we would have bottomed out and come back up the other side. It's that type of thing that had they had their money invested properly in the process, right, and, and diversified between risk and safety, then maybe they could have weathered that psychological storm much better. Uh, but but it's all in the setup. It's all in the delivery. And it's having those things allocated really and truly knowing that, hey, half my portfolio is safe. I can't lose it. The other half, yeah, I'm taking risks. So if I'm down 50%, I'm really down 25, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that mentality that people need to have And it starts with having the right uh, risk allocation within your portfolio. I think there are so many other areas where we understand this or or we try to teach this to our kids or or we've tried to learn it ourselves, but we don't always see it playing out financially. I'll give you an example, Philip. I think about when I was a kid, I took piano lessons, right? And not only would I have to practice the piano, but then I would have to do these little workbooks. And it was all about musical theory and it was about different composers. So I'm learning about all this history and I I had all this knowledge about what, you know, composers and piano music and all this kind of thing. And that's all well and good. But then if I were to get up on stage during a recital and then freak out, does it matter that I know anything about Beethoven or or Bach or or Mozart? Does it even matter if I'm panicking? Right. I mean, you're right. We see that. I mean, I think the same thing, you know, going through college and Man, I love my investment classes. They taught us modern portfolio theory and and how it worked and how you know. There's that theory word and, again, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was uh, it was great. And but here's what I learned in the two major bear markets that I've sustained 
is that modern portfolio theory didn't work. It was a theory (laughs) that um, when it came and it got tested, it didn't work. You know, I think that that's where theory has to be, you know, not ignored, but put into a specific place. And, And it holds a place, but it is a theory and we need to just have a process and be process driven, not not theory driven. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how you do that. How do you help people get to where they are process driven instead of either product driven, which we sometimes see, or as you're saying, theory driven? They know a lot about all of it, but they don't really have a process for how to deal with all this stuff. You know, it boils down to that process, right? So we look at it and say, okay, look, how much risk do you have in your portfolio? Because because if if you can't handle risk and you got too much risk in your portfolio, what happens when the, when the, when the market drops 10, 15, 20%, mm-hmm. what's your reaction going to be? Well, most people, if they are risk averse, they don't like risk, you know, they see that and they say, well, I, I want out of the market. And what do they do? They get out at the wrong time. Right. Uh, so, so I think that the first place we have to look is risk, knowing how much we need to have, safe, how much of our portfolio do we need to have in our risk bucket? And we need to follow those buckets, right? And and those things, the risk bucket takes on a life of its own because that's where the process really comes into play, right? How much can I afford ups and downs in my portfolio? What am I comfortable? You know, what's my comfort level when it comes to opening up my statement and seeing, well, I'm, I'm down, you know, Five percent, and here's the deal that really gets me: is that people talk in terms of percentages, not dollars and cents. Right. So right. if you have a hundred thousand dollar portfolio and you're down ten percent, it doesn't sound like it's that bad, but you're down ten grand. That for a lot of people, that's a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they get really concerned at that point. So, folks, that's why we develop the core retirement design, because it starts with risk and it ends up establishing that risk optimized portfolio that you should be able comfortably to go forward with. I think that's the key. You know, in the end game, we need to have an income plan tacked onto the back of that, too, to make sure that the income we have is going to be sufficient for our lifestyle. Folks, listen, to get started, it's really simple. Pick up the phone, give us a call at 863-285-3815 and tell the girls, hey, I want to sit down with Philip and I want a core retirement design because I want the retirement I always dreamed of. And that's the starting point to get that going. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815 for your core retirement design. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And as we're talking today, it's it's as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and how we implement them in the real world. We talk a lot on this show about financial knowledge and know-how, but today we're learning that there is a psychology of money. We're going to continue this on the other side of the break. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
from the pitch. Swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different. But taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show as we are talking a little bit about how we act around our money. And one of the things we're learning today, it's as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and then how we actually implement them in the real world. Uh, We are learning today there is actually a psychology of money and we're playing audio from Morgan Housel. He is an author who wrote the book, The Psychology of Money. If you get caught up in uh, the excitement of a bubble, none of your intelligence, none of your academic credentials, none of the fact that you know the formulas, none of that matters if you're going to lose your cool when it matters most. That's why the behavior is not just an important part. It's really the base of the pyramid. And until you've checked that box of figuring out your own financial psychology, none of the analytical skills matter until then. And that's really hard to hear because, Philip, so many times we all want to be informed and have this experience and and I know this and I've researched this investment and that investment. But then when we act all crazy town, when things go nuts with the markets, all of that knowledge just kind of gets thrown out the window. Yeah, you know, you know what came to my head as I was listening to to Morgan in that interview? Mm-hmm. Um, Bitcoin. You know, I just thought, you know, people just jumped on that and there was no analytics. There was no theory. There was no, you know, they get caught up in the moment because, again, their buddy bought it and that buddy bought it and all their friends have it. So I'm going to buy it. And so but when it goes bust, what's the psychology then? Are they going to hang in there? Are they going to bail? Uh, it's and so to me that opens up a whole nother conversation about you know how do we make those decisions and what are prudent decisions we should be making and and those are things that um, take some time to flesh out. Yeah, and that's a good word, prudent decisions that we need to be making because we do have emotional reactions. How do you help people stick with those prudent decisions, as you phrased it, and avoid those emotional reactions like overreacting or, or just, just losing our cool? Because sometimes we overcorrect, right? We, we overreact. It's like, oh, I'm going to just get all out of the markets. I'm going to completely go away from this. How do you help people avoid some of those real big knee-jerk reactions? So for us here at Statler Financial, we go back to the basics, right? We go back to remember the process we went through. Remember why we went through that process. Remember, we've allocated part of that portfolio to risk bucket 
And that's the only part right now that's really getting beat up. That's the only part that's having a problem right now. But in the overall picture, here's where we're at. You know, it's taking them back to remember why we did what we did and remember the historic process we went through and what that has done in the past. Hmm. And, and I think by bringing them back to that, you still get some buts and, and ands and, and but what ifs and, and such as that. But I, but I go back to, okay, remember how this, you know, how this analyst did back in 2008. Is this, how different is this from that? You know, if he was able to perform X then, you know, with his process, then, you know, hopefully he'll be able to do the same thing now. We have to trust that process to get us through. You know, you just have to talk him off the ledge. I mean, that's the coaching part of being a financial advisor is that, hey, look, I got to be there for my client. I got to be that sounding board for different situations. I've got to be that person that talks them off the ledge and that, you know, better minds will prevail at the end when we get through the process. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's the thing is, is really that coaching, that collaborative um, process of, of just spending time together and talking through what's happening. You know, folks, that's the deal. And that's why I truly believe that our core retirement design really helps people walk through this whole psychology of money because we look at risk. We, we look at, at safety. You know, what can you handle as an individual when it comes to those things? But we developed the core retirement design so that you could have the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with that process today. Again, that's the core retirement design where we help you walk through the amount of risk and make sure you have the properly designed portfolio. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And I have one last clip here from Morgan Housel, who is the author of the book, the psychology of money, one last lesson on our behavior around finances. And this is a little bit different from what we've been talking about so far. But Morgan Housel, Philip, says one of his first jobs was as a valet at a fancy hotel in L.A. And he learned a lot, he said, about being around very wealthy people all the time. I think what was really interesting to me was getting to know some of these people who were driving Ferraris and Rolls Royces. Some of them actually were not even that wealthy. They were like mediocre, successful people who spent half their income on a, on a car lease payment. And that to me was really astounding because that just blew apart all of the impressions, my first impressions that I had of these people. So that was a really formative experience that taught me a lot about the psychology of money. So what do you make of that when when you have people putting on these airs and, and the way they let money inflate them like that? Yeah, it reminds me of that movie. I can't remember what it's called now, but it talks about class reunion. This guy coming back as a class reunion oh. and wanting to impress everybody. Right. You, you know, and that's, um, you know, when you go to a new place, nobody knows your real background. They don't know how you came of money and if you really have money. I mean, it's easy to put up a front, mm -hmm. but let's face it, putting up a front is not going to get you through retirement. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, it's doing the work, 
putting the money away and and saving for that that date in retirement. And um, there are what what do they call those folks? Posers? Is that yeah, what they? That, I think you know, so. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's that in in all kinds of places. And and what amazes me is the opposite, Jen. Yes. The people that look like they have nothing, but yet when you sit down and look at all they have, they're worth millions. Those people are the real unique folks out there that I get more from mm-hmm. than than the folks that 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 have it. And do well, and, and rightfully so, uh, do the things they want to do. But to sit down with somebody that doesn't show it. Yeah. That's, you know, that I just get a lot from that. As a matter of fact, it's fun for me because I have to encourage them, right? <laughs> to spend their money. <laughs> Go spend money. Come on. Right. Why aren't you, you know, taking the trip around the world? Why aren't you doing this? You've got more than enough. Um, and they all have various reasons. And that's always an interesting thing, too, to to walk through and talk about some of those things right. as well. Right. Well, you know, my grandpa was one of those guys, farmer, very frugal type of lifestyle. Uh, you would not know that this man was worth millions of dollars. Now, most of his assets, of course, that was in land. But still, his estate when he passed away was worth millions of dollars. And this was a guy who I never saw without overalls on and who would not buy a cell phone case. And this is when cell phones were first becoming a thing and like a family would share a cell phone, but he would carry it in a sock in the bib of his overalls. He didn't (laughs) even have like a little holster for it. You would not think this guy was worth a lot of money, but it's just fascinating that some people want to give the appearance of being wealthier. Other people's really don't. But I think, Philip, when we go back to that first behavior, people who want to give the appearance of being wealthier than what they really are, I think that ties into another financial behavior that we sometimes see, and that is the fear of missing out. We act like it's just our teenage kids who are the ones who are all worried about missing out, but grownups do it too. And what happens if we're driven by the fear of that when it comes to, I'm worried that somebody else got better returns than me, or or, I want to take that nice vacation too. I'm missing out. Well, you know, it can be a disaster, right? I mean, I, I can think back to some specific times where I had clients that said, hey, look, you know, my sister's buying this and she's making a killing and the stock's just going up, up and up and, and I need to buy it. Right. Well, you know, you, you do your best to educate people, but ultimately, you, you know, the client is the client, right? So, but, uh, you know, the fear of missing out, they were putting money in, putting money in and until... <laughs> the stock quit going up Until and it wasn't went working down, anymore, right? You know, it went down fast, right? It, it it went up fast, it went down fast, and so you know, ended up um, with with a a nice little loss on their mm. balance sheet. So, um, you know, the fear of missing out can be very dangerous. You know, we, we we caution our our teenagers and our kids about the fear of missing out. But you're right, Jen. It, it it crosses over to every facet of life. Um, you know, you you have friends, you have acquaintances, you have business folks that you know that seem to be doing better or seem to be doing this, and and we feel like we're missing out. And 
you know, to a certain extent, uh, Bitcoin may not be there now, but that was to me, that was part of Bitcoin. People were fear of missing out and it drove the price up substantially. And of course, the price is back down a little bit now. So but but it is what it is. And 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 that fear of missing out is a, is a real deal. It's a mm-hmm. real thing. And so that's why it's all process. Right. You need to have that process in place. Our process starts with the core retirement design where we look at and design, you know, how much risk you have in that portfolio, how much you have safe, you know, does your portfolio really and truly line up with what you can handle from a risk standpoint, you know, and putting together the goals and objectives that you want to accomplish in retirement and making sure that when it's all said and done, that we have put together a risk optimized portfolio that matches up with your risk. Um, and, and to make sure that, that that's what you have and that we monitor that on a regular basis. Folks, listen, it's easy to take advice from everybody out there, but it's hard to develop that process and to understand what that process is. What is the process that you're using? Do you have a process? Folks, if not, give us a call and let us walk you through our process, the core retirement design. Give us a call today at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This is your captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Nineteen seventy-five is the year Jaws hit theaters, becoming a summer blockbuster that gave us the famous phrase. You're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> The Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today. Jen Rizek here alongside Philip Statler talking about common risks lurking beneath your retirement. And boy, the music from that movie, Philip, that's what made the movie more than the shark, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, duh, 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 duh. I mean, I'm sitting there, uh, you know, and hey, in 1975, I wasn't a very big kid anyway. So I was scared to scared. death. I, I'm not a scary movie person. So I was sitting there with my hands over my eyes, you know, you'd every now and then you'd open up just a little bit so you could see what was going to happen. Yeah, this it's yeah. 
but without the score, without that intense music, it's just not the same effect. I don't know if you've ever seen it, like clips of it, if it's on TV or something, when you don't have the music turned up, it's just not the same. It's just not the same at all. So it really, that music is what made the movie. And I'll tell you too, um, I'm a big believer in always reading the book before you see the movie. I did in fact read the book Jaws before I saw the movie because I'm fancy. Movie's better. I'll just say that the movie's better. It had the sound. Su- it had the, had the sound effects, right? Yeah, yeah. had the sound effects. Yeah. Had the music. We're we're not going to play that throughout the show today. That probably would get us into trouble, and we'd be we'd be getting everybody too worked up over all of these risks with our retirement. So we don't want to be fear mongering. Just wanted to have a little fun there with the music at the beginning, but. Philip, we we talk about this because there are some common risks lurking beneath the waters of our retirement. And the first one that I have on the list today, healthcare, major cause of unexpected bills in retirement is medical expenses. According to estimates from Fidelity, the average 65-year-old couple can expect to pay $285,000 in healthcare costs in retirement doesn't even include long-term care when we look at those figures. So how do we factor in healthcare costs in our retirement plan? Well, I think we have to plan for it, obviously, that yes, we're going to have healthcare costs. But let's really break down that number a little bit, Jen, because, you know, I, I think sometimes when we look at that number, it becomes a, a fear factor. And I understand that's a big number. I mean, don't get me wrong. But let's think about how long do they expect people to live in retirement, right? I mean, let's say you live 20 years. Well, that's still a big number, right? That's like $7,000 per person over the next 20 years. And so where does that number come from? Well, first of all, everybody that's retired and has Medicare, most people have Medicare Part B, right? So you're paying into Medicare, for your doctors and labs and those type of things. And right now that number is what a hundred, I think it's about $145 a month, somewhere in that, that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's, that goes up every year. I can remember when it was less than $90. So that's one thing. Number two, you have to have uh, a Medicare supplement to help offset that 20% that Medicare doesn't pay. So that's a premium. It's a big number um, that continues to escalate. Don't get me wrong. It, it is a big number. It has to be planned for, but it, it, it kind of is a budgeted expense because if okay. you have Medicare and you have Medicare uh, gap coverage, then you're out of pocket other medical other than prescriptions. Prescriptions add up in a hurry. I get people that hit them done a hole in a heartbeat. I mean, that's probably the biggest expense. It, it, truly outside of your insurances is that that whole prescription drugs is gone uh, haywire for folks. So don't let the numbers scare you when you divide it out and you figure out where that number's actually come from. It's a budgeted expense for most people because it's insurance from that standpoint. Well, and I think that's an important point to make because it is really easy to get overwhelmed and you do start to get that that panicky feeling. Again, the Jaws theme kind of playing in the back of your mind there. But when you break it down into smaller bites and you take a realistic view, it's, it's a lot less intimidating. I mean, it, it's still something to be planned for. We don't want to not plan for it. 
but that does make it a little less of a, a, a big, big frightening threat when we break it down that right. way. And, and, and saying it's more palatable that way may not be quite the right word, but, but it does make it a little bit more uh, of a, hey, look, it's just a cost of living, right? We have health insurance now. My health insurance is way more than that. So, right. um, you, you know, I think it's just, it's a continuation. It's a reduced amount from what we were paying as working folks from a healthcare perspective. Right. Working our way through some of the common risks lurking beneath the waters in your retirement. Next up is inflation. And I know the inflation rate right now is pretty low, but it could become more of an issue down the road. And when we talk about inflation over the years, we talk about things costing more later on in retirement. Uh, this is where we go back to that quote from Jaws, going to need a bigger boat, right? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And, and inflation is always going to be around. I mean, we talked about in fact, some people will talk about, well, deflation. Well, I don't see deflation really um, popping its ugly head up right now. Uh, we are going to have inflation. And with all the money that we're pouring into the system right now, one of the concerns is, will we have hyperinflation? Um, and so inflation is something that has to be dealt with. We need to plan for it within our income plans uh, to make sure that We've adjusted our income periodically to help take into account uh, that we're going to have some inflation. And then if we don't, hey, that's just additional funding we can use for something else. But it's definitely something we need to make sure that we are making allowances for within our income plan. As we talk about the risks lurking in retirement and you talk about people wanting to find ways to deal with the, the low interest rates and low returns there dealing with inflation uh, down the road, we talk a little bit about growth. But of course, stock market risk is another one of those threats lurking in retirement, a drop in the markets. And I'll just throw out a, a hypothetical situation here, Philip. Maybe you have something like, I don't know, an 11-year bull run where the markets just go up and up and up. And then something wacky like a pandemic comes along and turns everything upside down. I mean, it sounds like it's out of a movie and all, Philip, but- <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought <laughs> that could ever things, happen, right? Right. But these things happen. So you see why people get comfortable going there for growth. But but we've had some stark reminders of just how costly that can be. How do we approach investing as we get closer to retirement? You're right. And it's one of those things that when we have bull markets like that, we get lulled into this expectation that we can't lose money. The same thing happened in the 90s. You know, we had a a huge bull run into 2000 and then things went crazy uh, and people, you know, lost a lot of money uh, in between 2000, 2003. And, uh, and so then the market bounced back, but not near uh, what it had done before, you know, maybe we had three or four years of a, of a decent market before 2008 happened. Um and then we, you're like you said, we have the 11 year bull run. And so we get lulled into this um, sense that we can't lose money. And unfortunately, that's not true. And the closer we get to retirement, the more impactful a market downturn can be. You know, we have what we call the retirement danger zone. And that's the 10 years prior to when you decide to retire and the 10 years after you actually do retire. Because in that 20-year window, 
should you have a market decline, a significant market decline, it can disrupt your retirement income. And if you don't have the right plan in place, it can be devastating to your retirement. And that's why I believe you need to have a retirement plan in place, an income plan in place that doesn't rely on the ups and downs of the stock market. That that's not going to uh, impact your income. And so that becomes so important during that retirement danger zone that we don't want to get caught off guard and be relying on the stock market to provide our income because that can be dangerous. We need to make sure that we've got a plan in place that's going to get you the income you need all the way through retirement. And that's what we do here at Statler Financial. That's why I developed the financial x-ray. Give me a call right now and let's start that process for you. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Folks, give me a call right now. Don't procrastinate. Don't put it off anymore. If you're getting close to retirement, give me a call. 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today. That number again, 863-285-3815. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. I am Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great week. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.